Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Well, one of the things lost to COVID-19, of course, sports slowly. They're trying to figure out a way to make this all work, uh, depending on it doesn't matter what league you're on or in, rather, and uh, what your sport is. Uh, however, the federal government has made the decision the Blue Jays cannot play at home once the regular season starts. To talk more about all of this, Howard Berger is with us, longtime reporter and blogger of Between the Posts, and is with us now. Howard, thank you for the time. Hope you're doing well. I'm good. You're home, Scott. So am I. What is so <laughs> Exactly. I think that's where everybody is. Yeah. Uh, so what are your thoughts on this? Surprised the Blue Jays uh, can't pull this off? No, I'm not surprised. Uh, maybe mildly, only because uh, it uh, had been sort of granted permission, if you will, by the other two levels of government, the uh, provincial and municipal levels, uh, Doug Ford uh, here in Ontario, and uh, of course, John Tory, the mayor of Toronto. I have great uh, professional respect for both of them, more so for Ford since the pandemic uh, began. I think he's been mm. a tr- you know just a, a, an impeccable leader, and I've always been a fan of uh, of John Tory. So I was a little disappointed that they uh, pushed this through without maybe considering it uh, completely. They'll argue that, of course, uh, but with all the cross border travel and the Blue Jays beginning their season later this week in uh, COVID nineteen central, if you will, in Florida. Mm. I think it's the right decision. And you know what the confirmation of it, Scott, is that I don't know, can't speak for you or anyone else, but I haven't heard any pushback from the baseball people. It's almost as if they were expecting this, again, based on the cross-border travel and the uh, potential for COVID-19 spread. Uh, this is not something that uh, the baseball people are disputing or, or pounding their uh, their fists at. And uh, so it's a, it's a logical decision, and uh, um, we'll, we'll see... Uh, uh, you know, what happens as time goes on. I mean, there's no guarantee uh, come next April when uh, the next baseball season is supposed to begin that COVID-19 is going to be uh, in a different spot than it is now. Why hockey, not baseball? Or, or the other way, why, you mean why hockey is allowed? And why hockey is allowed, baseball yeah. not, yes. Uh, it, it's a good question. I don't think either should be going forward because of uh, uh, the uh, safety uh, precautions that I, I think are being ignored. Uh, the hockey people will tell you that their environment is a little bit different. Uh, rather than traveling anywhere, uh, they are in the so-called bubble environment. Games will be played only in Toronto and Edmonton. And, there will be, again, there will be no cross-border uh, travel. Now, that doesn't mean there will be no travel of the coronavirus bug between players. Uh, the one thing baseball had going for it were Toronto uh, permitted uh, to host the Blue Jays is that the games would be played for the most part um, in an outdoor environment. I, I think one of the, if I recall correctly, barring the, the rain, one of the, uh, um, I guess, the procedures that they were going to do is that the roof at the dome here would be open in all right. situations, whether it was right. cold, warm, or whatever. Uh, and, and COVID-19 has proven, I think, indisputably to be more trans- transmissible indoor than it is outdoor. So now you've got the hockey players um, that, uh, who won't be wearing masks uh, while they're in combat, and there will be physical contact. These guys are going to be exerting themselves. Uh, yes, they're going to be tested on a daily basis, but you still don't know uh, with the uh, incubation period of COVID-19 whether you're transmitting it to someone else. They're going to be banging into each other, body checking, uh, perhaps fighting. And you can just imagine with that exertion uh, mm-hmm. the uh, uh, the way droplets can be transmitted from uh, one person to another. So I th- 
thought the hockey situation, and I've blogged about it, is, is a dangerous situation and one that is irresponsible, quite frankly, and all about the almighty dollar. And uh, I don't agree with it. I, I, I fear for the safety of the players, and not only the players, but the players' families and elderly people that they may be around uh, at some point. And so we'll see, uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I think it's uh, a bad idea all the way around. Uh, I know just, just like the province or, or the cities or in the U.S. where we've seen it really bad, uh, you can't keep closed forever, uh, the economy. But you've got to be really careful right now because I've said many times, Scott, you know, you make a fist and hold it in front of you right now. Uh, that's where COVID-19 was in the middle of March when everything was shut down. And that's exactly where COVID-19 is today. There's been nothing to combat the uh, uh, coronavirus. There's been no therapeutic compound, obviously no vaccine yet. Um, the smart people have learned to live with it. The not-so-smart people haven't. You talked about the different plans presented between uh, the National Hockey League and Major League Baseball. Is there any way that bla- baseball could have been done in any sort of bubble, or is this just because simply, you know, the only Canadian team versus obviously in the NHL where there's many Canadian teams? Right. Uh, but then again, you say all that's uh, neutralized in the sense that uh, because of the contact nature of hockey. Well, I I don't know that. I'm not a scientist. I, yeah. I'm not a, a doctor. But uh, valid point. No, I'm sorry. It's a valid point, though. Well, yeah. I mean, let's look at the uh, you know the the situation in the United States after George Floyd's death, and they had more than three weeks of shoulder to shoulder demonstrations outdoor in you know some of the biggest cities: New York, Philadelphia, Boston, Los Angeles. And and I'm talking irrespective of the looting here, but I'm talking about people that were genuinely disputing, uh, you know, police violence and whatnot. Uh, everybody thought, myself included, that the, the numbers would just go soaring in those cities after, you know, three, four weeks after these demonstrations. Well, they really haven't. Uh, the places where the numbers are soaring are places where they've opened haphazardly and people are crowding into bars and restaurants in Florida and Arizona. But there really hasn't been, Scott, much of a uh, an upturn or in the uh, numbers in these cities like Philadelphia and New York that had these large protests or Washington, D.C., which shows me that, again, if you're somewhat careful, though there was no social distancing, many people were wearing a mask, uh, you have less of a chance outside, obviously, of uh, transmitting uh, the coronavirus. And so uh, we'll see if hockey, basketball is going to be played indoor in a bubble environment, but, environment, but of, of course, in Orlando, in the state where you know, mm. I think it's tied with Arizona that gets the most uh, uh, positive tests every day. Uh, this all will uh, will be determined afterward if, in fact, they go the distance. And I've been saying quite often that I would not be surprised at all if these playoff tournaments or season-ending tournaments, as in basketball, have to be interrupted at some point. In my view, I don't know if you disagree, uh, Scott, it would be better not to start at all than to have to interrupt at one-third or one-halfway through. Well, many talked about that, about the hockey season. It's why bother trying to put this round-robin tournament together for the end of the year. Why not just concentrate on getting back back in September or October or whatever it is? Uh, it's not that far away. No, and, and uh, uh, again, there's no guarantee that's going to happen either. I, you yeah. know, I, I don't know that there's going to be a, a hockey season that's recognizable uh, until there is 
some form of compound to fight COVID-19. If hockey does start again, let's say in December, which is the uh, schedule now because of the summertime playoff tournament, well, it'll have to, as it stands today, they'll have to start hockey the way they're playing in uh, these games without any fans and perhaps in only one, two or three cities. And it it just, it doesn't make sense. Uh, The whole thing is, uh, is about money and it's about uh, fulfilling TV contracts, and uh, you can't fight a virus. You cannot fight something as virulent as this uh, by claiming uh, we're doing it for economics or for finances. It's just, uh, again, it's it's not a good idea, and I hope that... uh, you know, that nobody uh, nobody gets sick. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it, you could have, by at least not playing uh, for the Stanley Cup this year and declaring no winner, you could have at least bought yourself a little bit more time, if not for a vaccine, Scott, then learning better ways, uh, more and better ways to live with uh, COVID-19. Instead, there's going to be a five-month gap nearly between the last games of the regular season in mid-March and the beginning of this kind of artificial playoff tournament, and uh, I just don't think it's, uh, to me, it lacks a lot of credibility. Howard Berger has been with us, longtime reporter, blogger, Between the Posts. Howard, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Be well. You too, Scott. Take care. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.